Welcome to the Inspiring You Show, where we shine a light on healing whole health in our lives. We believe that in healing your story, you can transform your life. We are here to provide hope, tips, tools, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in this journey called life. I'm Henry, an intuitive empath, mindfulness meditation teacher, dowsing and Reiki master teacher, and energy healer. This, my friends, is a vibrational experience, a remembering of the truth of who we are. The content is light encoded to assist you on your journey if you wish to receive for your highest good. Welcome to the show, everyone. So today's topic is the power of mindful awareness in your every day. Some years ago, I realized that I needed to change how I was living. Has anyone else had that experience so far? Thus far in your humaning? Well, to support myself and really to support my human, if you will, to be able to live in a healthier way, I had to really learn to live more aware of my vibrational frequency. Where was I where was I in my life experience, if you will, my vibrational frequency in my lived life experience. So Reiki energy healing helps support me to do that as a lifestyle. Vibrational based living is a day-to-day, moment-to-moment lifestyle of mindfully moving through your day with awareness of forces in terms of operation within you, through you, around you, in all things, including the cosmos energies. So vibrational living became transformative to me because it creates an opportunity to utilize tools to be able to shift from low vibrational frequency to higher vibrational frequency, to be able to recognize how much we are energy beings and when caught in dense energies, how to clear and upshift once again, allowing then one to be in alignment and grounded more and more with the ability to shift to higher vibrational frequencies like joy, peace, etc. No matter what you are seeing, sensing, connecting with, and responding to everything within you and around you. Because if you're in living in vibrational frequency, you are more aware in a space that you can allow yourself to shift. Because your awareness in living in this space is then thus expanded as well. So everything around you can possibly affect your vibration if you let the outside forces run the show. Even the most subtle things like an unmade bed, dishes in the sink, or an antique table that hasn't been cleared from previous owners could cause potentially disruptive energy feel, could bring in possibly a low vibrational frequency feel. So everything around you can possibly affect your vibration if you let the outside forces run the show. So I'm going to give you an example. Last week, I had an experience that I would like to share. Recently, my brother, one of my brothers, bought me an early birthday gift of an aura ring, which is a smart ring. 
It's a smart ring that can monitor your sleep, activity levels, temperature trends, stress, heart rate, etc. If I really love, um, I love and appreciate technology when it can support us in, in, in our overall optimum health. And so, and I also am, I love research. I love data and I'm, I just thought I love, um, I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of a geek when it comes to science in some ways where I like to learn different things. And, and so, and I'm really interested in like data and research. So overall, I have healthy sleep habits. Yet last week on Saturday, halfway through the night, I woke up and decided to check my aura ring at around 2.20 a.m. And it said my heart rate was high for sleeping. And I was like, oh, um, what do you do about that? And how many times has that happened? And I didn't know. So the aura ring gives you a readiness score. And the readiness is an overall measure of recovery that looks at your body's responses in addition to activity levels to determine how prepared you are to take on the current day's stressors. So your readiness score can range anywhere from zero to 100. And your readiness score is calculated by using your lowest overnight resting heart rate, body temperature, in any physical activity from the previous day. And if you, so the general idea is that you beneficially can push or challenge yourself, recover, and then repeat this pattern. So that is a healthy aspect. That being said though, you know, if you are having, um, um, if you have an elevated heart rate at night, then and your readiness score is indicating it could mean that you need to recover the next day. So back to my story. When I woke up in the, at like 2.20 a.m., my readiness score at 2.20 a.m. on this night was with an elevated heart rate was at a 64. And it was telling me to pay attention. Don't push it. The app was saying this. It said, looks like something kept your heart rate up last night. So make sure to give your body the rest that it needs. Try taking it easy today. And so I still had some hours I could sleep. Before going back to sleep, I was guided to do an energy healing meditation at like 2.30 a.m. And I then felt a huge shift in my heart rate before I went to sleep again. And then the next morning, my results increased to my readiness number was then at an 87, which was optimal. And my sleep score, which was then 91, which was optimal as well. And so then the aura ring, the smart ring was then telling me my 87 readiness number and shared your overall readiness is good, but your resting heart rate lowered late last night. And then it was saying, it was asking me questions. Reflection questions. Could it be that you ate too close to bedtime? Eating earlier in the evening will give you enough time for digestive system to do its job. And my friends, it wasn't that I ate too late because I had had a really healthy meal for dinner and I ate around 
5 p.m. And then I went to bed at like 10 p.m. And I had a rather light dinner because I was in the midst of doing Reiki 1 and Reiki 2, teaching classes. And so I was, you know, I had done Reiki all day and I'd wanted to have a light dinner. What was interesting was, though, before I went to bed, I felt some sadness and I, I just, I went to bed and I felt sadness and I, I had, um, connected the story dots that I had made tomato soup the previous week when I had a bit of a cold and it made me think of my dad. My dad transitioned two years ago. And so on Saturday night before bed, I thought about all the time my dad spent helping me in fifth grade learning how to study. It was a very vivid memory where, you know, I just said how much I loved, um, I kind of geek out at some aspects of science. Well, interestingly enough, I was actually failing science in fifth grade. There's aspects about science that I love, um, yet it was not, uh, history was one of my best classes. English was, a I loved English history, um, and I also loved religion class. Um, I was curious about science, but science wasn't always a natural um, learned subject matter or the way they taught it in school. Because I later learned once I went to college that um, there were parts of science that I really loved. It just I wasn't learning those in um, K through 12. Anyway, so my dad taught me in fifth grade how to study when I was failing science. And I really just had a moment of just remembering this, sitting at the kitchen table with him, him having a heart to heart with me and him putting in, in some real time to help me navigate the difficulties I was having in this science class. And it ended up really helping me with a foundation of um, understanding how to study, which they then later helped me not only getting through elementary school, but high school and then college. So thanks dad on that. And so then that led me to think about me making that tomato soup, which my dad used to always make tomato soup when we were growing up as kids. And he had this amazing recipe for tomato soup and I loved his tomato soup. And the week before, um, when I, when I made the tomato soup, it just made me think of my dad. And I then thought on this Saturday night before I went to bed, I thought, oh, I never really did like adult cooking with my dad. You know, I did a lot of baking with him as a kid, but I didn't really ever do adult cooking with my dad. And I just felt really sad. I just felt like, you know, this lost opportunity. And even talking about it, I feel a little tears welling up. And it just, I felt a little sad. Yeah. And so on this Saturday night, Instead of doing an energy clearing to process the grief, which grief can be in your lungs and then connect into your heart chakra, I went to bed. I just decided, oh, okay, I, I know I feel sad and feel some grief coming up. I'm just going to go to bed to reset. And then I woke up at 2, in, 2 a.m. in the morning and I looked at my aura ring and it was telling me that I had an elevated heart rate. 
And in that moment at 2 a.m., I realized, wow, unprocessed grief. Here is the data right here, right now, showing me how it, it, how it can affect your heart rate, how it can affect your sleep, how it can affect your overall readiness. Oh my goodness. It was such like a wow, aha moment. And then I just realized how important it is even more so to take time and space for our emotions to allow ourselves to process, to digest, to then when we're ready to clear and release, allowing them to release from our our emotional, mental, and our physical body so they don't get stuck there causing us challenges. And so it was really, really interesting to realize all of this and then also to understand in utilizing this this smart ring, this aura ring, that I can possibly track my thoughts, emotions, how food affects before I go to bed and also then see the aura results. I also had, I also was also interesting was then the next day I noticed how I felt. I felt even though the aura ring said that I had, um, I had, it was a, my sleep score was a 91, which was really optimal. And my readiness score was an 87, which was also um, optimal. I noticed in the morning I felt tired, but I wasn't really tired per se because I got enough sleep. What it was, was it was the grief that was still clearing and grief can have you feeling tired. And so oftentimes I'll talk to my clients about, well, when you're talking about tiredness and exhaustion, well, what's, what really is it? You know, sometimes we just say, oh, I'm tired. And you think, oh, I didn't get enough sleep. But what's really happening? And something I also noticed was I felt like I had darker circles under my eyes and my eyes felt like they had some kind of allergy feeling burning. Yet I realized it was all related to how much my heart was working the night before overtime in connection to the unprocessed grief. And then I realized, wow, all these years I was thinking in some ways that if I had dark circles under my eyes, that I hadn't gotten enough sleep per se. Yet maybe it's also, maybe, maybe it could have been from that, but maybe it's also been from unprocessed energies or emotions or some sort of, you know, if there was some sort of rumination mentally going on. And it was really interesting. And I then also, um, through dousing energy healing, I checked my groundedness. I was only 1% grounded. And so I had also become ungrounded and I was caught in some low vibrational frequencies. And so then that morning I did a full dousing energy clearing and healing session and I felt a shift and became more grounded, realigned and shifted to higher vibrational frequencies once more. And what was interesting is that when I then looked in the mirror after that, I saw, I was like, oh, my dark circles lightened. It looked like my face had become more rejuvenated. So, so interesting. So interesting. So everything can possibly affect your vibration. And I also want to share one other story I was, uh, I was um, recording um, the full moon Reiki energy healing meditation a couple days ago, and it was about 48 minutes, and 
I had my aura ring on and afterwards the aura ring app asked me, were you taking a nap? And I wasn't taking a nap. I was actually working, but I was doing Reiki energy healing. So I was completely in a relaxed state and the the work was an effortless flow. And so the aura ring indicated that my numbers were, my heart was at a resting level as if I was taking a nap sleeping. And so it then gave me, I think it was like um, plus two in addition to my readiness score, even though it was middle of the day. And so I had ended up having a higher readiness score for that day because I recorded an energy healing meditation. And I thought, wow, that's so amazing that here is the data that energy healing meditation is really beneficial for you in terms of calling in relaxation, rejuvenation, everything that I've been speaking about. I'm like, I now have the data on it. And it was so just fabulous. And I'm just really enjoying the experience of wearing the aura ring and also in some ways getting to know a deeper aspect of myself and my system and and really honoring how infinitely intelligent your body is and how it's doing things and getting a closer look at um, how my body has been supporting me and just in so much gratitude for this, my friends. So my friends, everything can poss- everything can possibly affect your vibration. And, and I emphasize being mindful in your everyday because in relation to becoming aware of where you are on the vibrational frequency scale, we can go from higher to lower, lower to higher. It's possible. You can do that like three or four times in a day and it's all okay. It's in the isness. It is about recognizing where we are. And if there is discomfort, letting ourselves recognize and adjust because this path, this humaning experience, my friends, it is a process. This is what we're here to learn. It's a process. It is the art of being here. So the choices and the individual practice we adopt every day can really support us in shifting from lower to higher vibrational frequencies or vice versa. Through the day, through daily practices, we are able to build a lifestyle that is more beneficial for us to move through with more ease and grace because we shift out of difficult energies into higher vibrational frequencies. When I was running marathons many years ago, the coaches that I worked with said, to become a runner, you have to start slowly with a mile one week and then the next week increase to two miles. Then um, in between, you do a couple of 20-minute time runs. And so that in the same way, my friends, we have to nurture our vibrational-based living through small incremental choices each day. So let's take a moment right now. Take three deep breaths. Breathing in life force energy. Breathing out what no longer serves you. Breathing in life force energy. Breathing out what no longer serves you. Check in right now. How are you feeling? What is happening in your experience?
And now I'm going to send Reiki to anybody who wishes to receive for their highest good. If you're going through a difficult time, if you feel like you're, you resonated in, in when I was speaking about loss and grief, or you feel like you have some tension or strain, I'm going to ask that Reiki sent to you for your highest good. You merely have to say, yes, I'd like to receive my highest good. And I'm sending it right now. And that is it, my friends. If you wish to have a longer one, I would recommend one of the other energy healing meditations um, that can really support you as well. Um, remember to be gentle with yourself as you move through the day. Drink a lot of water. And also, let's just take a moment right now to do link from this um, meditation, from this episode, this podcast episode linking from it and then also asking the light to fill in all the spaces for the highest good in gratitude and let's just connect into the energy of gratitude what are you grateful for naming three things and i am grateful for you for showing up thank you so much my friends much love light and reiki blessings everyone <laughs>